0: Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.
1: Are you tired of dents and scratches ruining the look of your car? Look no further than Porter's Body Shop in Brookhaven. Call us at 601 833 1861 or visit us online at Porter's Body Shop MS.com.
2: This is Gerard Gibbert, and thank you for listening to Middays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Get ready, get ready to go beyond the
0: headlines.
2: Welcome everyone to Midday Super Talk Mississippi. I'm your host, Gerard Gibbert. Along with my good friend I'm Rhino in the Super Talk Studios. Once again, this morning, it is Tuesday, the final week of the year 2021. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. It uh it's moving right along to 2022. How about that? So
3: it's causing a little bit of PTSD from those of us who didn't have a good twenty twenty. <laughs> We're doing it all over again. It's
2: twenty twenty two. Well The sequel. Three three of the digits in the year, all the same, the number two. How about that? But it's coming. You got plans?
3: Uh not particularly. I mean gonna you know, make another trip around the sun, hopefully.
2: Good Lord willing the creek don't rise. Yeah. What about any uh, New Year's Eve celebrations?
3: Uh, Maybe, maybe not. Still haven't decided. Got a couple different party invites, but uh, still waiting to see what all the COVID nonsense is, because one of the party invites was followed by a, wait, hold up, I just tested positive. Yeah. (laughs) So we shall see if any of the parties are still on by the time it rolls around.
2: I'm witnessing a lot of that in my orbit as well. It seems like uh, really everywhere. I've got uh, some AV work going on at my house scheduled this week and was informed yesterday by the, uh, the main technician there involved in that project that uh, he has been infected. No symptoms. Asymptomatic. Had a little runny nose, he said. Got tested. So, quarantining, fine. But you saw the updates on that, right? Yeah, I did. Before we get to that, we'll certainly talk about that because it's big news. big news overnight. Uh, I wanted to share with our audience what Dr. Anthony, lock up forever and throw away the key Fauci says about New Year's.
4: Like that, I, I do wonder, we are approaching New Year's Eve at the end of this week. A lot of people have got uh, events and gatherings planned. And I know you said it's okay to be with friends and family if you're vaccinated and boosted. But what is your advice to people about larger settings for New Year's parties?
5: Uh, Caitlin, I would stay away from that. I mean, I, I have been telling people consistently that if you're vaccinated and boosted and you have a family setting in the home, with family and relatives but when you're talking about a new year's eve party we have 30 40 50 people celebrating you do not know the status of their vaccination i would recommend strongly stay away from that this year there will be other years to do that but not this year
2: ah uh, there you go <laughs> lord fauci has decreed it
3: science himself
2: <laughs> uh are we surprised did you expect anything different? No. Okay. What's the What are the odds that this time next year he'll say the same damn thing? I think it's pretty
3: high. Yeah, I, I say the odds are still pretty good. They're not as high as they were last year if you ask the same question this time, but uh, yeah, they're still pretty high.
2: I think this guy doesn't want it to go away. Really, he has. Uh... <laughs> Power and fame (laughs) seem to have been conferred to him as a result of this uh, virus. You know, and I'm not necessarily saying that his advice is misguided here. I don't know. I just, I get this feeling, however, that when he goes public and makes a statement such as that, it simply encourages people to go out and defy his recommendation. You with me on that? A little bit.
3: I, I think a part of why we get Fauci the way he is and why we've heard so many doctors talk the way they talk is because of the litigious nature of of society where if a doctor says something and it, it doesn't go that they're way true. for you, you're going to sue them because they're the expert and they led you wrong. But... That can't be a good enough excuse to tell people to stay away from a New Year's party two years into this, especially when the the variant going around from all the data that's being collected seems to have similar, if not the same, symptoms as the common cold. We know how to fight that. We know how to handle that. And if it still gives you the protective antibodies against all the other variants, which it looks like it's doing, then we can get out of this through Omicron, oddly enough, which means it's ironic as all get-out that they skipped over calling it G, because (laughs) then it could be G rolling in to save the day.
2: (laughs) Good point. Uh, Yeah, that that may have uh, foretold uh, the ultimate outcome. You're right about that. And I don't know, it just seems like, that he really is enamored with the limelight, and I and I know that the left gets all bent out of shape at the mere mention of such, and suggestion of such, but it it just seems to have gotten legs of its own, and it and it just continues to roll on. I, I guess the thing that uh, is most striking is the fact that he's still around. I'm really shocked that Trump kept him around, in all honesty. And I just wonder, had he been replaced and Dr. Deborah Burks been replaced? Because you remember in the early days, it was them every single day. There was an afternoon presser uh, concerning the outbreak and mitigation measures. and I'm not real big on, on giving former President Trump, the the credit for all the
3: 4-D chess that some people like to give him credit for. But I think with keeping Fauci on, that was a bit of 4-D chess because it would have been a nightmare for at least a week and a half in the media if he had fired Fauci. True.
2: True. But...
3: but And all the times where it seemed like he would fire Fauci, it was just not a really opportune time to have that media firestorm.
2: That's probably a good point. It would have detracted from the issue, and and uh, the media would have pounced on that. Oh my gosh, you're when, right. When about people that. start giving
3: Trump credit for like foreign policy for DHS, that's when I'm going, hold up. Yeah, he, he doesn't have much experience in that. But when it comes to making the media dance, <laughs>
2: he's been doing that for decades. <laughs> so true. Yeah, he's mastered that. I think it's safe to say. I I don't know. It, we just have to keep looking back as we have reflected here on the show uh, through this ordeal so much just called wrong and that's fine because stuff like this is there are aspects of it certainly that are unpredictable. There are aspects that are fully predictable. but there was never any atonement, I guess and no no it just seems like it would have been better if those who were lecturing us, such as Fauci, would have just come out and said, God, we got that wrong. We called it wrong. And here's why. Here's what we're going to do about it. And here's how we're going to adjust our approach so as to try to minimize that again.
3: I still maintain the first major misstep, and it's the albatross that's been hanging around science's neck this whole time. Is very onset. We were worried about the supply chain, of ppe and the cdc came out in an asinine statement and said don't wear the mask it's not going to help you in an attempt to keep people from hoarding masks and having a problem with ppe in hospitals and, and health care very true they didn't just come out and say hey look the doctors and nurses need it more than you don't hoard it right they didn't trust the people to make the right decision the altruistic decision they instead tried to hide the truth and that has been hurting them the entire
2: time. I think that's absolutely true. Uh, I agree with you on that. And it's and that seems to have been somewhat consistent in uh, much of the other guidance issued. But now we have this new quarantine, as you um, alluded to a second ago. Uh, we have this new, this new quarantine guidance just issued yesterday. Now, this is interesting because it came on the same day... That uh, Joe Biden uh, addressed num- numerous governors in uh, around the country, and that was why we were on the air yesterday. We uh, we mentioned it, but he's kind of changed his tune. Uh, not kind of. I think he's abruptly changed his tune as far as the federal government's role in this whole deal, and that's in what just a little over a year in the way that has changed. So when we come back, we got a break on us right now. We're going to talk about the new quarantine guidance issued by the CDC, and we'll analyze the president's remarks yesterday and maybe read a little into what that's all about. Stay with us. Middays, we'll be right back.
6: What are your 2022 business goals? Simplified IT? More security? Dell Technologies has the expertise to help you from transforming your digital workspaces to providing comprehensive end-to-end IT solutions. Get high-performance computers featuring Windows 11 Pro with powerful hardware-based security and savings up to 45% during Dell's New Year event sale. Get special financing through Dell Financial Services. Call a Dell Technologies advisor at 877-ASK-DELL.
7: Do you suffer from allergies, sinus, or respiratory problems, or just want to improve the quality of air
3: you breathe in your home or business? Pure Air Consultants can help. As your indoor environmental specialist, we clean air ducts, install UV lights, and service all makes and models of heating and cooling systems we offer the most dependable energy star qualified systems in the industry call pure air consultants today 601-939-7420
1: a proud provider of ream home ac systems (laughs) are you feeling it (sighs) the new degree of
8: comfort
4: need you mind your own business.
9: Mind my own business? What's that supposed to mean?
1: No, I was just thinking about all of the news of tax changes, insurance changes, regulations that are being passed down to business owners. I don't have the time to keep growing and to keep up with changing payroll
5: regulations. I know. It seems like all I do is handle
7: employee related problems.
1: You know, I hear people lease can help. How can they help? People lease can handle our payroll, taxes, employee benefits, and workers' compensation. They even offer an affordable and customizable 401k program and a 24-7 online you. Human-
9: be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils.
8: I'm Lauren McGraw with got Go. I'm here to help you with your special events like picnics, reunions, or weddings. We have many options of luxury restroom trailers. No event too big or too small. When you gotta go, please call got Go. 601-879-3969.
9: To all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. What? What? This
10: yeah. is yeah. so awesome.
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Welcome back, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us on Middays. Join us on the C Spire text line. That's where you can uh, get in on the conversation. 601-879-4395. Gerard and Rhino in the studios guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. We've got uh, Joel Anon Samey. And Natasha Sherlock coming up on the program at 1205. They are the hosts and co-hosts of America's Roundtable and co-founders of International Leaders Summit. We're going to talk about all the stuff going on up there in Washington. Always an enjoyable and delightful conversation with uh, Joel and Natasha, so looking forward to that. Tonight, Mississippi State's going to be playing some football, are they not? I do believe so. Up at uh, Memphis
3: bit of a grudge match for Coach Mike Leach, but, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun one.
2: Well, I'm looking forward to that. And uh, Brian Haydad is going to join us tomorrow on uh, Middays. We'll obviously have analysis of uh, the game tonight, and we'll talk about the uh, Ole Miss uh, Sugar Bowl game coming up against the Baylor Bears down there in New Orleans. That should be fun this Saturday, all scheduled up and ready for that. In the meantime, we were just talking about how Joe Biden, in addressing the governors yesterday, really did sort of abruptly change his tune with respect to the federal government's role in, uh, in combating the coronavirus, and, and what is so striking about this is, again, just a year-plus ago, all we heard on the campaign trail was, we got to elect Joe Biden because Donald Trump's killing everybody! Due to his downplaying of the seriousness of this virus, Joe Biden has a plan. He has a plan. Forty-five pages. We reviewed it here on the program. What the hell happened to that plan? Let me tell you. Nothing. Nothing really happened. It was all gobbledygook, grandiloquent, languaged-up BS written by a bunch of staffers. Well, he also, on the campaign trail, he was asked numerous times whether or not he would take action, the federal government could, to shut down the economy to prevent spread. Here's what he said.
0: ...together, not pull us apart. I'll put in place a plan to deal with this pandemic responsibly. I've already done it. I've said it before, I'm not going to shut down the economy, I'm not going to shut down the country, but I'm going to shut down the vote Sorry. before. I'm not going to shut down the economy. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. What I would say is I'm going to shut down the virus, not the country. I'm not going to shut down the country. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. I'll shut down the virus. Not the economy. I'm going to shut down the virus. Once we shut down the virus. I'm going to shut down the virus. You're going to shut down the virus. I'm not going to shut down the country, but I'm going to shut down the virus. Look, there is no... Federal solution. This
2: been uh-huh. solved at a state level. Wait, 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 wait. So in in about a year, the difference is I'm going to shut down the virus. To oh, there's no federal solution. What clued you in there, pal? What did you think you could do? I mean, I know Democrats think this guy's God. He and he and uh, Lord Fauci. He can just just uh, snap some fingers up there in Washington. and Whew, there goes that virus. It was never gonna happen, ever. And you know, there's something else I dug up. Rhino yesterday is uh, from Vox, V-O-X, Vox News. One of the uh, <laughs> one of the media sources that I uh, I t- kind of take a hit for the team and subscribe to. There's Vox News, and there's also Vox Care, which focuses on health care policy. But this was written in September 2020, leading up to the election. And the the title of this article, because it it connects to what we just uh, played there, the the stark contrast between 2020 campaign, I'm going to shut down the virus, to yesterday, very humbly, very meekly, very hat-in-hand-like. Uh, there really is no federal solution here. You governors, you're on your own. Let us know if you need something, you're on your own. Literally, it's what he said. The title of this article from, from September 28, 2020, Joe Biden's Plan to Beat the Coronavirus. And <laughs> it uh, it is just jammed with all of this rhetoric where Donald Trump absolutely is attributed with every case, every death. President Donald Trump has badly botched the response thus far, according to most experts, and the numbers tell the tale. 200,000 Americans are dead. He's tried to discredit the scientific institutions tasked with managing the response, says Dylan Scott, the author of this article in Vox. Millions of people are still out of work. Thousands of businesses have closed that will never reopen. That's because of government, you fool! Because of gross overreaction by government. And now they're doing it again. New York's a ghost town again. Their article's airing... And being written about business owners in New York said, this is it. We can't make it. Not only that, many are saying, we're not enforcing these stupid vaccine requirements to enter our establishment. We're not enforcing the stupid mask mandates in a gym to work out. But yet, this article, all all in the name of politics, because they wanted Donald Trump out so bad. They were willing to make him the villain, that he was single-handedly responsible for this virus in every case, every hospitalization, every death. Donald Trump, personally, that is the narrative they advanced, they promoted. Unbelievable. Now, here recently we've learned that more deaths have occurred in every death, is a tragedy. We don't minimize that whatsoever. But every death, uh, the deaths that have occurred under Joe Biden have now exceeded Donald Trump. And now we've got this variant raging across the country. We've got some hospitalization, uh, uh, some hospitals that are experiencing overruns. And it seems like mostly that's in the blue states with the strictest measures. And uh, this article goes on to say, and this is September 2020, what worries me now is we've been living with this pandemic for so long, we're at risk of becoming numb to the toll it's taken on us and our country. That's what Joe Biden said last year. And, of course, he invoked, you remember this, the hyperbole during the campaign to try to, to... hugged at human emotions I'm not saying that's a bad strategy it's just it's just flawed in its grounding says there are 200,000 moms and dads sons and daughters grandmothers and grandfathers aunts and uncles friends and co-workers who were no longer with us absolutely true and so many of them didn't have to lose their lives to this virus if only the president had acted sooner what about it What about you you fool what about the deaths under you Take responsibility. Still pointing fingers at Donald Trump. Still, to this day, pointing fingers at Donald Trump. This guy's like Teflon. Nothing sticks to him. His surrogates, the media, which is essentially just a, a bully pulpit for him and the Democrat Party, they won't let it happen. Won't let it happen. They protect this guy. It's, it's sickening, honestly. It's disgusting.
3: We but, thought we might see a little bit of the, the the breaking down of that relationship after Afghanistan, but after about a week of tough
2: questions, they're back to softballs. Exactly. They they did show a little chink in the armor. Uh, the, the only thing I can say that gives you a little bit of hope is the article that I think Vanity Fair which is typically friendly to the Democrats, uh, came out with uh, a few days ago saying, hey, looks like Joe Biden had a plan presented to him to uh, increase test kit availability and distribute tests and rejected it. Rejected it. Now, I have a theory about why he made this abrupt turnaround yesterday. Just a theory. By doing so... He can kind of say, hey, not my fault. I told you the federal government's out. You states are in charge. All the bad stuff that happens, it's you states, not me. Because if he said no, the federal government's going to step in, as he tried to with these stupid vaccine mandates that are getting challenged to hell and back in the courts and, and other plans and ideas, well, then he'd have to be responsible. Now he's realizing, well, hell, that ain't working. This virus is uh, doing what it's going to do, do what viruses do. So this way and say, I'm not responsible. I'm telling you, it's on the stakes. Just a theory. He hired Ron Klain as chief of staff because he had experience fighting Ebola under Obama. Where are you, Ron Klein? We'll take a break right here. We're going to settle down and got more to talk about here on Middays. Stay with us.
11: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 40% chance of rain today, partly sunny, high near 80 degrees. Tonight, 60% chance of rain, low around 66. Showers and thunderstorms possible, high near 78 for your Wednesday. And for your Thursday, a 40% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 75. This weather brought to you by No-Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No-Drip difference is all about. No-Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
7: Ho oh, ho ho! Merry Christmas, everyone. This is Dave Logan,
3: General Manager, Canon Nissan of Jackson. Holiday savings continue during the Nissan Year End Sale.
1: This year-end event is the perfect time to buy your next Nissan with significant savings off MSRP. This is a great time to get your vehicle serviced for holiday travel. Canon Nissan Service Department is open six days a week, and no appointment is needed. 2021 and 2022 models are on the ground at Canon Nissan of Jackson. And we have your favorites like Nissan Rogue and Nissan Murano. Call now for best selection. We have over 700 pre-owned vehicles available in all makes and models. Payments start at $199 per month on pre-owned units for qualified buyers. No credit, no problem. Call today, ride tomorrow.
3: You still have time to save on your favorite Nissans during a Nissan year-end sales event. Merry Christmas from all of us at Canon Nissan of Jackson. And remember, when the smoke clears... Nobody beats a canon deal nobody!
13: I'm Andy Davis and you're listening to Super Mississippi News. In a four day period from December twenty second to the twenty-sixth, over seven thousand additional cases of COVID nineteen have been reported in Mississippi. State Health Officer Dr. Thomas Dobbs says vaccine protection is still your best option.
5: No matter how they sliced it, the odds ratio of secondary infection, this is from people who are hospitalized with COVID, you know, and then you know whether they got it again. The, the their, their vaccine protection seemed to be pretty robust.
13: And a suspect who reportedly shot a 19-year-old in the face Monday in Utica is on the run. WJTV reports the victim, Frederick McGriggs, was taken to UMMC with non-life-threatening injuries. Hines County deputies say a man walked up to a home McGriggs was visiting and fired multiple shots while he stood outside his vehicle. The suspect ran away from the scene. A woman who was standing outside with McGriggs was not injured. I'm Andy Davis.
5: Taylor Power Systems is a premier manufacturer of standby generators based in Clinton, Mississippi. Taylor Power manufactures generators for numerous industries such as medical centers, municipalities, utility providers, data centers, water associations, and agriculture. If you need reliable standby power, give Taylor Power Systems a call today at 601-932-5674.
2: We are back here on midday, super top Mississippi. A little cream. It's good music there. Appreciate that, Rhino. All right, so. Give us a rundown of the new quarantine uh, guidance. You
3: comfortable doing that? Oh, yeah. We had the original quarantine guidance from the CDC that said once you find out you've had close contact with or a positive test for COVID-19, you had to quarantine or self-isolate for 14 days. Yeah. Well, that got shortened to 10 days just a few months back, it seems like now. And now the CDC has come out and cut that in half saying that if you come into close contact with or receive a positive test for COVID, you need to self-isolate or quarantine for five days. And their reasoning for that is that you are the most contagious three days before the onset of symptoms and two days after the onset of symptoms, which is usually when you would get a test.
2: You know, this is... uh this could have been done well over a year ago because the last statement you made with respect to uh, being more apt to shed the virus, that's been known quite some time.
3: Yeah, this is, it was one of the reasons they gave for shortening it to 10 days. Yeah,
2: we've known this for some time. We we could have instituted this then. It's, it it's could guidance. have been done
3: a week ago and we wouldn't have had 4,000 canceled
2: flights. I think that's right. That's absolutely right. And, and I think uh, seeing that unfold, uh, I think to a great extent, drove this decision, this decision to amend the guidance from the CDC. But yesterday, the president comes out and says, You, you, uh, you governors, you're on your own. There is no federal solution. You, heard, you just heard that in the clip that Rhino played. This gets solved at a state level. Well, and then the question is well, what exactly gets solved? What are we solving? I mean, what? You, you can't kill this thing until you achieve some level of so-called herd immunity. And I, I'm at the point where, in fact, if in contracting this variant, this Omicron variant, if that simply makes someone a little sick, like a common cold, doesn't put them in a hospital, doesn't result in death, obviously, but just makes you sick for a while, heck, maybe we're just better off that this thing just spreads throughout the country and throughout society, and we're done with it. Because I think it's been now determined that long-term immunity can be achieved with this variant, Against future variants, is that what you understand? Even, even against past variants, even yeah.
3: stuff like the Delta.
2: Yeah, which is a great deal more serious in, right. in terms of making you sick. Maybe it's like the chicken pox, so to speak. You just, uh, It wasn't unusual for for uh, uh, parents to send their kids out amongst another chicken poxed up kid. Go ahead and get it. Get this chicken thing over parties. with. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Are we out of line for suggesting that? Now, again, I'm I'm qualifying that. I don't think so,
3: because at that point, you capture both parts of society with the vaccinated and unvaccinated, and you boost immunity for both. If you've already got the shot and the booster, and you somehow get a breakthrough case with Omicron, well, if Omicron's just like the common cold, you experience the common cold symptoms and get the antibodies... It's on top of your already immune system boosting from the vaccine. If you didn't get the vaccine, this seems to be the easiest way to get the antibodies. Yep. The least dangerous
2: way to get the antibodies. It makes sense to me. Uh, It wouldn't surprise me if we don't see some medical professionals maybe come out (laughs) with such a position. The president said, quote, My message to the governors is simple. If you need something, say something, he said. We're going to have your back any way we can. There you go. So we'll see where all this goes. We had a a rise in cases over the weekend, which I don't think was surprising. But it seems that we should start focusing on what really matters,
3: well, we've seen a, a rather sharp increase in cases rising since Thanksgiving. Yeah. But we haven't seen a sharp increase in hospitalizations, right. ICUs, and deaths. I mean, look at the long-term care facility outbreaks. That's half of what it was at the worst part of this.
2: Which are the, where or even worry bad. the It's mo- actually
3: less than half than was.
2: That's right, which is where you worry the most because the elderly, the infirmed, are uh, more vulnerable, and uh, we definitely we want to keep it out of those environments. That's why that's measured separately. So th- this literally could spell good news as in the end of the way to get to an endemic level and a level where we're not all at risk of getting seriously ill, going to the hospital, getting on a ventilator, et cetera. So think about that. You know, my physician friends say pretty much now, once you get to a ventilator, high probability you're not going to survive. And the
3: odds haven't been good for ventilator patients the entire time. And those odds have only gotten worse.
2: Exactly. Most of which also have uh, other...
3: Because therapeutics have knocked out the percentages of the population that Without therapeutics, would have wound up on the ventilator and might have recovered because of their immune system. Now, it, if, you're, if if it was your time, it's your time. It seems like yeah,
2: and and most of them uh, they get to that level uh, typically have trouble oxygenating, right. which is a result of uh, other other conditions, other health uh, conditions, comorbidities, uh, and it, so again, think about how that's changed. Who could forget? Donald Trump issuing, making available, what, 400,000 ventilators and, and, and uh, invoking the Defense Production Act, compelling manufacturers. It seemed like we had car manufacturers and others that converted their, uh, their operations to produce ventilators, because we thought we were going to need a whole bunch of them. And who, who could forget, I think, when he uh, made available to the state of New York 400,000 and Cuomo. Governor Cuomo at the time in his daily press briefings for which he got an Emmy. And and now where the hell is that guy? <laughs> He's been put out to pasture. But anyway, exactly? Who could forget him saying 400,000 is he kidding? I need 4 million. I remember that statement on live TV. Well,
3: all while sending covid positive elderly oh. patients back to nursing homes.
2: Killing them. Essentially Writing their death certificate uh, is the only way you can, I think, properly uh, state that. Nonetheless, so we got new quarantine period. We've uh, we got the president saying I'm out. You got his poll numbers uh, floundering again, forty three percent. I think the vice president is forty two percent. The latest polls that ain't good. Uh, And uh, and you also got Dr. Fauci saying you got to you got to avoid those New Year's Eve of celebrations and parties. we got all kinds of events canceling, sporting events canceling. Uh, I know the Consumer Electronics Show is coming up, I think, next week in Vegas. Gigantic deal. Many of the, the big uh, companies that typically exhibit and attend say they ain't going now. They've backed off. Lots of big corporations have postponed their return to the office date, some indefinitely, some through the end of January. Just... lot of news on that and speaking of business holiday sales jumped 8.5 percent that according to mastercard and it's kind of hard to tell is that a result of inflation which uh this morning the reports are expect that inflation to continue well into 2022 uh, as much as five percent on food five percent food and wine wine was also among that which was listed uh, as expecting to continue to uh, rise in price as a result of inflation, which my friends on the left get mad at me about this. I attribute that 100% to, to Biden's policies. They always, of course, point to Trump's, who no doubt dropped a bunch of money into the country uh, through, through a couple of bills that were passed while he was president. But this final one that passed, uh, so-called coronavirus aid, the the uh, American Rescue Plan, signed by Biden in March, I think was ill-advised and unnecessary and, and dramatically exacerbated what was already likely to be a bit of a problem with respect to inflation and economic recovery. He's running around taking victory laps on the whole deal. Like, oh my gosh, the greatest economy ever, and it's because of my policies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We'll see. Lori Lightfoot, you know her. She's the mayor of the Windy City, Chicago, Illinois. Hmm. When we come back, we're going to talk about uh, what holiday she she wished everyone uh, good tidings on. Just uh, yesterday, I think. Unbelievable. Mayor Lori Lightfoot. We'll talk about that when we come back on Midday's.
15: we
10: diamond importer.
6: From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway just south of 463 in Madison and junikerjewelry.com Are the trees
11: and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros That's 601-345-8090 Or online at Barone'sTreePros.com That's Barone'sTreePros.com
16: This is the opening agri market report. The open of the New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton was down 52 to 111.76. May cotton was down 39 to 109.44. The open of the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans were up 2 cents, 13.73 and a half per bushel. May soybeans were up 1.25 to 13.80 per bushel. March corn was down a half to 6.14 and a half per bushel. May corn was down three quarters to 6.16 per bushel. The mercantile of February live cattle was down 30 to 138.97. April live cattle was up a nickel to 143.72. March feeders up 95 to 164.22. April feeders up 77 to 167.70. And at the open, the Dow Jones up 185 points, 36,487. I'm Dix Williams, and this is Super Talk, Mississippi, Agri News Network.
9: Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning six till nine. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis—all right here on Super Talk Jackson, ninety-seven point three. Come on, come on. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. All right, we are back
0: on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Ah, yes, I will survive the great Gloria Gaynor. Super Talk Mississippi Middays, Gerard and Rhino in the studios. So, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, while her city literally is on fire from a crime perspective, she and her wife, They wish to Chicagoans a joyous Kwanzaa. Of course, that is the African-American celebration founded in 1966 by a black nationalist who was actually convicted of torture. Oh, gosh, she um, did, the mayor, promoted the holidays, seven principles, saying they guide us to unity and cooperation as we work to uplift and protect our neighbors. Uh, Excuse me there, uh, Miss Mayor. Children are dying in your streets. They're killing each other. You have a cultural problem. And you, ma'am, are promoting it. You're sanctioning it. You're looking the other way. You and all your Democrat cohorts with this tendency to vilify victims and praise crooks and institute policies that essentially give them a freedom to go out and commit these heinous crimes all in the interest of equity and achieving certain statistical results. That's all you care about, because you'll go parade that around. Look, look, we don't have as many people in this race going to jail. Forget about the fact that they killed somebody. It shouldn't matter. You commit a crime, Your race is irrelevant. Why do we even have those statistics? They're meaningless. The most meaningful statistic is the number of people who commit crimes relative to the number who pay the consequences for that. The race aspect of that is irrelevant as it is in so much else in life. But yet, We now have become conditioned to analyze and filter every aspect of society through that. It's irrelevant. really is. That's how you achieve equity, by equal application of law and equal opportunity, not equal outcomes. The outcomes should be based on action and performance and merit, or lack thereof, period, period. We've got to get back to that, got to return to that. The,
3: um, the holiday of Kwanzaa itself has been under fire from seemingly both sides in the last few years because the proponents, the supporters of Kwanzaa, have come out and said that the holiday has become far too commercialized. That it's losing its meaning and, and people are just doing it for the sake of doing it instead of understanding it. And then you have the detractors that are against the holiday, like people from Africa that say it's this made-up holiday that doesn't have any basis in their traditions. They've become more vocal since the, the world seems to have gotten more and more on social media. You see more detractors from places like Uganda going, hey, we've... We, we we're Christians, and uh, we don't we don't even remember having a history of you celebrating with what, what are these candles? What is this? So it's been it's been catching it from both sides.
2: That's a good point. That's absolutely true. It's it because it goes against basic human nature, in my view, and the, and just the the laws of nature and physics to a great extent. I think it does. Uh, you know, while we're on that subject. It made me think about this issue with this transgender swimmer up at uh, an NCAA spinner swimmer excuse me, that swims for the University of Pennsylvania. I mean, I think somebody, a female that's involved with this, so I have to find out exactly who it was. I heard the, the, the audio clip of that who's saying, this is ruining women swimming, ruining. This is what happens when you try to equate biological genders. It goes against the laws of nature, and you screw crap up. And now this male who has been transformed, they say, to a female, is killing it and swimming, making it such that biological females can't compete. What's fair about that? What's equitable about that? It is time for Super Talk News and Fox News here on Amid Days. We'll come back with a lot more to discuss. Stay with us.
0: Your home for Ole Miss Sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Barone's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090.
5: I'm Tara McHugh. Police are investigating a series of widespread shootings in and around Denver, Colorado overnight. Five people are dead, three hurt after a series of what appears to be random shootings across
11: Denver and neighboring Lakewood where an officer was also shot in the city's busy
6: Belmar district. That agent uh, is currently uh, at the hospital. Fire was then exchanged again with our agents. The shooter in this case uh,
12: was taken down.
5: Lakewood police officer john romero the suspect among the dead and no ids the threat we're told is over fox's jeff manasso road crews hard at work in tacoma washington after sunday's heavy snowfall this dad sees the silver lining had a year of year and a half of coronavirus it's nice to just get out and feel like we can do something fun outside more heavy snows expected later this week america is
9: listening to fox news
7: Andy
13: Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. He came into office at a time when there were protests and a lot of anti police sentiment in other parts of the country. Department of Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tindall is proud of the way Mississippi law enforcement handled themselves during that time.
11: One of my goals coming in was to try to make sure that we were defining law enforcement's role in Mississippi ourselves, letting folks see all the good things that law enforcement do each and every day. And and I really feel like our communications team has done a great job of pushing out all the great things that Mississippi law enforcement officers do.
13: And no one picked the winning numbers for last night's Powerball, so the jackpot grows to an estimated 441 million for tomorrow night's drawing. Nobody has won the Powerball since early October when one ticket in California scored six hundred ninety-nine point eight million dollars. For tonight's Mega Millions drawing, the jackpot stands at an estimated two hundred one million. I'm Andy Davis.
10: Is Mississippi
14: Farm Bureau Federation focused on insurance or agriculture?
0: Well, the short answer is
12: both. The family of Farm Bureau companies are proud to offer our many members various insurance products, but we were established for and remain committed to our deep farm roots and
2: our Mississippi farm families. When Mississippi farmers thrive, we all thrive. You can
0: bet the farm on it. To learn more about the Mississippi Farm Bureau Federation,
10: visit us online at msfb.org.
17: A message from professional linebacker and native Mississippian DeMario Davis.
14: Coming up in Mississippi, I learned the Mississippi way. To be strong and serve one another. I remember fighting through the noise. I remember the struggle. Getting stronger to support my team. That's the Mississippi way. That's why Mississippians are getting the COVID-19 vaccine. To protect ourselves and the ones we love. Learn more at msway.com.
13: Two Moss Point men are behind bars charged with kidnapping another Moss Point man on Christmas Eve. Sheriff Mike Ezell said the 50-year-old victim was pistol-whipped and beaten, suffering several injuries. Preston Lynn Houston and Christopher Wayne Stevens are being held on $1 million bond each. And the pandemic has not slowed Entergy's economic development one bit. For the 14th consecutive year, the company has been recognized by Site Selection Magazine. Entergy not only helped to secure billions in capital investment, but also created over 2,300 jobs in the company's 45 county service area. And the enhanced child tax credit will end Friday if no action is taken by Congress. It was increased to $3,000 with a $600 bonus for kids under the age of six. $300 monthly payments have been going out since July. If it's not extended, the standard child tax credit worth $2,000 per child will still apply, but the monthly advance Advance payments will come to an end. I'm Andy Davis.
17: Trustmark Checking fits you to a T. Use the My Trustmark app to bank anywhere from your
13: truck
14: to a
17: tent. Make mobile payments at retailers from
14: Tampa to Tacoma.
17: And with new Plus Checking, you'll even get discounts on trips. Trip? Oh, hey, you stole my line. You need Plus Checking. It has identity theft protection too. Don't... Trustmark. People you trust. Advice that works. Member FDIC.
9: Before the action begins, make sure your bets are in. Every hit. This ball is crushed. Every point. Who
11: are they giving to?
15: Sportsbook at Golden Moon Casino revolutionizes the fan experience. On your phone, casino kiosk, at the Timeout Lounge. Don't just be a fan. Be a player. Be a winner. Get to Sportsbook at Golden Moon
0: Casino. We're not just fans. We're here to play. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Thanks everyone, midday, super top Mississippi. Thank you so much for joining us today. Join us on the ceasefire text line at 601 You hear about this uh, incident on a Delta flight? little altercation on a Delta flight involving two passengers. And Is that the one out of Atlanta? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gee whiz. And so it. Of course, you knew that uh, race had to be interjected into this deal. It's crazy, but uh, the story is now that's being revealed is that a, a lady, a passenger, was uh, re- looking to return to her seat, perhaps from from the bathroom, I think, and was just held up in the aisle because the beverage cart was there. Couldn't there's not enough room for a person to pass while the beverage cart's coming down. Normally, you try to time that stuff out if you can before you go to the bathroom, knowing you might have that predicament. So the flight attendant, she asked the flight attendant, "Can you help me locate my seat?" Which I thought was kind of weird after you've already been in your seat.
3: But maybe she already had a couple trips to the beverage cart. <laughs> it could be. Well, she
2: had to use the facilities. <laughs> so, the um. The flight attendant said Why don't you just take a seat in an open seat until we pass? And then you can get up and we'll help you find your seat. Well she took offense to that, did the passenger. And the criminal complaint actually states that the passenger responded to the flight attendant thusly quote What am I, Rosa Parks? I'm serious. So the passenger another passenger this was the 80-year-old man that is seen in the video being accosted by this passenger says that it, your comment was inappropriate and said look she isn't black this isn't Alabama and this isn't a bus <laughs> <I'm> serious <laughs> You have to laugh because it's absurd, honestly. So, during this altercation, which can be seen on this video, which has gone viral, this lady, her name is Cornwall, stood over this man and demanded that he put his mask on, despite the fact that she pulled her hers down. Of course, right? <laughs> Oh my gosh! And he says, "What is it about
3: airports and airplanes that make people lose their minds?"
2: It, it truly is nuts, and I'm getting reports from friends that are flying there saying it's put all the flight attendants in a in a sort of a bad disposition. What happened to the days of just you know friendly, smiling service? And well, you
3: remember it wasn't that long ago you had the guy that got irate and they had to duct tape him to his chair. <laughs> That's
2: right oh man so this apparently this 80 year old man said sit down Karen (laughs) oh my gosh Karen sit down (laughs) so the crew had to get involved try to break it up before she was looking to strike this man in the face with her hand and he said now you're gonna you're going to jail that's assault you're going to jail as soon as we get to Atlanta, you're going to jail, Karen. <laughs> it also appears oh, on the goodness. video, I know, it also appears on the video that this woman spit in the man's face. What's up with that? And I tell you the reason I asked that, <laughs> called attention to that. Prior to Christmas, more than 50 Apple employees that work in the Apple stores reportedly walked off the job. On Christmas Eve, and urged customers to boycott the Apple stores. And uh, they said they're demanding better work conditions 50. Now, I don't know how many they employ thousands, right, in the stores. Got to be. So. Yeah, you've got 50
3: per store in some cities.
2: Yeah. Easily. The, the big one in New York, the Cube, I think they call it. Oh, yeah, it. the
3: big glass thing where you yeah. walk down the stairs.
2: Yeah, exactly.
3: Where people were camping out for weeks just to be among the first to go in.
2: Yes. Now they've closed it down because of COVID. Close it down! The group's demands, by the way, include a, a more respectful workplace and paid You're sick already time. called a
3: genius, which is way above most of their intelligence. What more do you want? <laughs>
2: That's awesome.
3: Your job title is genius, and I can guarantee you most of them don't fit the bill.
2: Oh, my gosh. So... That's great. So this worker advocacy group is called Apple Together, and they call for a walkout on Thursday to demand better working conditions and paid sick time. They said, don't shop in stores. Don't shop online. I don't think it worked. (laughs) So their request, they outlined their series of requests, which included... Protections from abusive customers, COVID-19 safety measures, and hazard pay. Now, abusive customers, help me out here. What do you do? Maybe post security, paid security, at every store?
3: Or are they requesting that, that they change the company policies because, I mean, most Major corporations in retail have gone to a very hands-off approach to aggravated or obstinate customers. True. Or even criminal
2: customers. And... But that's I, I not can, abusive, though. I mean, walk, stealing something and walking out, right, the right, smashing that's, that's not
3: abusive, but somebody comes in and says, I want you to fix my, my laptop, and it's completely busted and broken. It's like, ah, I can replace it. We can put everything on a new one, but I, I can't fix this one. And they get irate and get in your face. A lot of big companies are very standoffish, and they, they give you these steps, like don't make eye contact. Yeah, and a, yeah. appear Policy. And posture yourself in a in less defensive posture and try to meet every demand they have. And if you've got management coming in and going, yeah, well, let's do whatever we can, to you, you don't feel very backed up in that situation. Yeah. Uh,
2: but because they're looking to protect their employees right, from physical harm. Because it could escalate to that easily. But I would say good management
3: would back up their employee if their employee's in the right in any instance. True.
2: So last week, uh, this was from one of the employees that walked out. This is a quote. Last week, a customer came in and spit on one of our team members. Where's this spitting stuff coming from? Adding that the customer was then serviced by the store's leadership despite the incident. Yeah, see, that's...
3: Now they're asking for a change in policy to where they feel more protected uh, from the irate. I would be upset. If if somebody came in here and spit on me and the corner office
2: didn't do anything about it, I'd be I'd, I'd be a bit out of shape. I, I hear you. I, I'm really just... i got to tell you, what the hell's wrong with people? I don't care if your phone or your laptop isn't working. Spitting on somebody? That's low. That's the lowest of low. That, it, it is. Uh... I just Fortunately I think these idiots represent a smidgen of a fraction of society. It's just that when they do it, it it's it's just so astonishing, it's so stunning in my view. I, I can't comprehend that. No matter how poor the service is, spitting on someone unbelievable. Look, as if the employee, honestly, is directly responsible for whatever problem they're having. They're machines; they break. Get over it. I I got a, a history of working with stuff that breaks, and it's just part of it. The good news is, it works pretty dang good. Way more than it breaks. But unfortunately, we've conditioned society with respect to all these devices, all these technology tools we have. We want 100%. I mean, and that's fine. To to expect that and demand that, I think it's fine. It's what's driven our capitalistic economy to continue to try to outpace competition. No question about it, which has led to ridiculously reliable systems, if you think about it. We all go crazy because Amazon goes down a couple hours, but we don't think about the gazillions of hours that everything worked fine. It, are, you just think about any service you have like that, but from a technology perspective, people just have short fuses. The squeaky wheel gets the grease. Unfortunately, that is the case. Spitting on someone, though, They also want N95 masks, sanitizer stations, appointments only. See, that's where I think it gets crazy. I thought you already had to have an appointment to meet a genius. I thought so, too. uh, Demands, uh, they want more accessible paid leave, more benefits for part-time workers. Oh, my gosh. Go work somewhere else. That's what I would say. (laughs) We'll take a break. We'll come back.
7: Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for the Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi.
6: With a single handshake, John Ravenstein buys millions in diamonds. And that's the buying power it takes to be Mississippi's direct diamond importer.
10: You see, we sell so many diamonds, the finest diamond cutters from around the world come to us. He's got the
13: million dollar handshake. I'm John. And I'm Rachel Ravenstein. That's why here at Juniker Jewelry,
10: you'll shop from 10 times the loose diamonds you'll find in average jewelry stores. Because finding just the right diamond at the right price, the perfect diamond for her is what Juniker Jewelry is all about.
13: Best of all, we guarantee the lowest price in the state. We even have 12
10: months interest-free financing for qualified buyers. So when you're ready, we're ready at Mississippi's Direct Diamond Importer. And I want to shake your hand. And make her the happiest girl in the world. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's Direct Diamond
6: Importer. From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and junikerjewelry.com.
17: If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bath remodel from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-826-9895. That's 800-826-9895. 800-826-9895.
9: Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And And we're back with Limu, Emu, and Doug for the final question. Category is,
5: Things You Climb. All right, Limu, what do you think? You sure? We're going with. Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Oh, so close. We were looking for stairs. Huh. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty
1: to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m., right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: And now, the talk that keeps Mississippi talking. Out. 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 On to the real part.
6: Dino Mike!
0: On Super Talk Mississippi. <laughs>
2: Thank you so much for joining us on midday super talk Mississippi Gerard and Rhino in the super talk studios as we approach New Year's Day. New Year's Day, January 1, 2022, coming up this Saturday. And then we'll be back to business big time next week. They'll be down there at the Capitol. Hang on to your wallets. Yeah, man. Uh, Yeah, all that's going to happen. I think um, the folks up there in Washington, they will return to go back at it again. Lots of stuff. And it officially begins the year of the midterm elections.
10: Oh, boy.
2: Coming up next November. That ought to be a, a a lot of fun. It ain't looking good for the Democrats. They've had more... Uh, that have announced retirement, and they're a little concerned that the poll numbers... That's something else, by the way. Do you think perhaps Biden's announcement yesterday that the federal government was pretty much going to back out of this coronavirus Omicron deal and leave it up to the states? you think that might be driven by the uh, public sentiment and the poll numbers and the feeling that it ain't going very well for us here? At least partially, yeah. I mean, he's clearly not watching the polls. He doesn't watch squat. But uh, certainly you think that... He does read
3: some local newspaper from his hometown, I think. Scranton or in Delaware? I don't even remember. I, I, I briefly breezed through the article, picking up about a half of it, and... It was somebody talking about how if you really want to influence the president, you need to get an editorial in this paper, because he reads it every
2: day, and okay. this and that. We ought to do that. <laughs> uh, so, I, I bet he reads it while he's on the Amtrak train every day, oh, right? no. <laughs> Remember, he told us Joey, that. baby! <laughs> Millions of miles on an Amtrak train. Nobody ever saw him on the train. Now... On September 17th, 2020, in a CNN town hall, this is what Joe Biden said. This was leading up to the election. Quote, If the president had done his job, had done his job from the beginning, all the people would still be alive. All the people. I'm not making this up. Just look at the data. All the people. Okay, so... By making that statement and applying that standard equitably, (laughs) you would have to say that Joe Biden has not been doing his job because people have, in fact, died. They have perished, sadly, tragically, while he's been president. So let's apply the same standard. You failed. You see, that's the problem. That's the problem when you make asinine statements like that that are not rooted in fact. That's not consistent with the science. That's what happens. But politicians do it all the dang time. And you know what happens is, the liberals, we call them miserables here on the program, they're just like trained seals in the audience, oh yeah, yeah, that's right, Donald Trump, got to get him out, oh he killed everybody. Seriously. And he's got a plan. And all that sort of stuff. I know we dwelled on that a lot, but the double standard that permeates our, our political realm, it, it truly is disgusting. And, and I think it's a, a large part of the reason why people just have a, a, a low opinion <laughs> and a, a low level of trust for those that are elected into these positions. And statements like that are stupid. And they're all about what can I say to get everybody fired up to to vilify and demonize Donald Trump so they'll vote for me. And, and think about it; it's consistent with the approach I think we see from the left in in terms of of campaigning and messaging, which is you got to vote for me because I'm not them. It's rarely, if ever, you got to vote for me because this is my these are my ideals these are the principles which i support and a great deal of that is because they have i think evolved to a point where what they support is government by force they equate government with force government equal force you never hear them talk about we're going to get the hell out of your way so you can live in a freer society, so that you can pursue happiness. That was the vision of the founding of this country. We're going to limit ourselves. We're going to pay close attention to the Constitution, and we're going to ensure that our government in Washington stays within the swim lane as envisioned by our founders and, frankly, enshrined in our Constitution and Bill of Rights. No, they just they never seem to cross their mind. They want to transform the government into one gigantic wealth redistribution apparatus. Look at the bill-back-broker plan. That's all it is. It's just a series of debits and credits take from this group, give to that group. They believe that the fundamental role of government is just to do that. Take money out of this pocket, put it in that pocket, through a series of, you ready for it, programs. It's always programs. It's like we didn't learn a single thing from Obamacare. Totally true. Programs. We need more programs, of course.
3: Programs. Let's put the big, unwieldy, slow-to-react federal government in charge of something.
2: That's just brilliant. Dumb. It, It is true, though. It's just programs. We need more programs. So Joe Manchin, by the way... I think, I still believe we're going to get something that, uh, I'm talking about this Build Back Better plan, I don't see it being exactly what is uh, provided for in the draft of the legislation now. I think, man... Well, I
3: mean, just think about it. This was all crammed into infrastructure. Well, they've, they've now moved on to voting rights. Voting rights. So... How much of that was really infrastructure, and how much of the voting rights is really going to be voting rights?
2: So true. It's the end of democracy if we don't pass this voting rights end.
3: How much do you want to bet there's a climate core in the voting rights bill?
2: I, I bet you're right. They will try to dump that in there, won't they? You're, oh, yeah. you're so right about that. Well, don't worry, though, Rhino. We can always rely on Nancy Pelosi to read and analyze, right, and articulate and report every single provision – That's what she does. She's such a detailed-oriented person in that respect. You won't have to. A pint of ice cream per report. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh! It uh, it's true though. It's it's all about taking from this group, giving to that group. And see, you're a bad person if you oppose that. People are hurting, and I'm not minimizing that, not whatsoever. I'm just saying, is the best approach to addressing those issues, those challenges that we all have, certainly financial challenges, economic challenges, it's just it's part of life. Is the best approach to that to create government programs and redistribute wealth? That's the question. It's not a question of whether or not people need help or people should... Uh, have the opportunity to advance their own economic interest? Absolutely. But is the best approach to that taking it from one group, running it through a program, and then money comes out the other side? Is that really solving any problem? Hadn't we been doing that about 60 years? Seems like it. Like the war on drugs, right? How's that worked? I think people are still putting drugs in their body.
3: Well, I mean, we have uh, these movies starring people like Tom Cruise all about how the CIA was working with the Colombians to bring cocaine into America, so I don't think the war was going very well.
2: (laughs) Uh, You mean we had some (laughs) dissidents, I guess? Heaven forbid. (laughs) Well, though Joe Manchin is uh, taking the heat for killing the mammoth social welfare and climate change bill... He's trying to make peace now, it's being reported with the Democrats, because he's all for blowing up the Trump tax cuts. Wants full repeal. So pay no This guy, I'm telling you, he cannot be trusted. He is a Democrat at heart. He wants these programs. He just wants them to be paid for. But pay no attention, Joe, to the fact that once those tax cuts went into place, We had unbelievable economic prosperity, record low unemployment across the spectrum of demographics, low, if if, uh, not even a discernible inflation. The sky was the limit. Pay no attention to that, Joe. Oh, yeah, you go ahead. Raise those taxes. People got to pay their fair share when we come back. We got to tell you about Representative, uh, what Representative Jayapal Said uh, Pramila Jayapal said about Elon Musk paying 11 billion in taxes. Stay with us.
11: From the seabirdpaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 40% chance of rain today, partly sunny, high near 80 degrees. Tonight, 60% chance of rain, low around 66. Showers and thunderstorms possible, high near 78 for your Wednesday. And for your Thursday, a 40% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 75. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
12: we Hi, Chuck Smith here from Smith Brothers Body Shop. Smith Brothers has been proudly serving the Jackson Metro area since 1946. We consider you to be our friend to ensure the best experience possible. If you've chosen a body shop in the past because they were right around the corner and had a bad experience or you've been treated poorly elsewhere, come see what a difference quality service can make at Smith Brothers Body Shop. Call us at 601-353-5217. At Smith Brothers, you're more than a number. Smith Brothers Body Shop, the best from us to you. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. (laughs)
9: There are actually a lot of Mississippis. We're the birthplace of the blues and the king of rock and roll. We're not just the Delta. We're beaches and boardwalks, bright lights and brighter smiles. There's a Mississippi for everyone shouldn't a local bank offer just as much the citizens bank gives you more accessibility to lenders more products and more fit whatever your mississippi it takes one mississippi to choose your local bank the citizens bank in your corner member fdic
12: callaway's after christmas sale starts now final markdown all christmas 50 percent off no exclusions permanent christmas trees wreaths garlands, angels nativities ornaments and much more this is brent callaway since 1954 callaway's has been family owned and operated we located in Gludstadt, south of Germantown High. Callaway's has everything you need to make your yard and garden beautiful, from trees, shrubs, color plants, and pine straw to bulk soils for delivery and pickup. Our landscape designers, Clinton Streeter and Corey Castle, can design and install your landscape. Give Callaway's a call to discuss your landscaping needs. Callaway's After Christmas Sale starts now. Final markdown. All Christmas, 50% off. No exclusions. Permanent Christmas, trees, wreaths, garlands, angels, nativities, ornaments, and much more. All 50% off. No exclusions. Calloway's bloodstat on Calhoun Station Parkway, south of Germantown High.
17: Calloway's is, Calloway's is, for that's what is.
12: I'm
13: Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. He came into office at a time when there were protests and a lot of anti-police sentiment in other parts of the country. Department of Public Safety Commissioner Sean Tyndall is proud of the way Mississippi law enforcement handled themselves during that time.
15: One of my goals coming in was to try to make sure that we were
11: defining law enforcement's role in mississippi ourselves letting folks see all the good things that law enforcement do each and every day and and i really feel like our communications team has done a great job of pushing out all the great things that mississippi law enforcement officers do
13: and no one picked the winning numbers for last night's powerball so the jackpot grows to an estimated 441 million for tomorrow night's drawing nobody has won the powerball since early october when one ticket in california scored 699.8 million dollars For tonight's Mega Millions drawing, the jackpot stands at an estimated $201 million. I'm Andy Davis.
0: Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Supertalk Mississippi News. Your news all the time. On air and online. Supertalk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm.
17: I'm Attorney General Lynn Fitch, wishing you all the very best for this holiday season. From our team to yours, our most heartfelt wishes for peace and joy in 2022.
11: We celebrate Independence Day and the visions of the signers of the Declaration of Independence. Signer John Adams secured a scholarship to Harvard and graduated at the age of 20. Adams became a prominent public figure in the activities against the Stamp Act and wrote essays on it. He moved to Boston in 1764, assuming a prominent position in the patriot movement. He was elected to the Massachusetts Assembly in 1770 and was one of five to represent the colony at the First Continental Congress in 1774. Again in the Continental Congress in 1775, he nominated George Washington to be Commander-in-Chief of the Colonial Armies. He was engaged by as many as 90 committees and chaired 25 during the Second Continental Congress. In May 1776, he offered a resolution that amounted to the Declaration of Independence from Great Britain. He died on July the 4th, 1826, within hours of Thomas Jefferson.
5: Brought to you by ESI Supply. They've got pretty much anything you can think of. ESI Supply. The question isn't what do they have, it's what do you need.
0: 601-933-4910. Online at ESISupply.net. No matter where you go. Good
12: to be
6: king, just for a while To be there in
5: velvet, yeah, to give them a smile
2: King says the great Tom Petty, Super Top Mississippi Middays, back with you. We appreciate you joining us. Join the conversation on the ceasefire tax line, 601-879-4395. And don't forget, uh, next week, golly, already here, I'm gonna be down there at the Mississippi uh, Economic Council's Capital Day. That's next Thursday, January the sixth. This year, we're going to be at the Mississippi Trademark, the brand-new Mississippi Trademark. To register, go to MEC.MS. That's MEC.MS. Looking forward to that. Trademark's because, a cool place. Yeah, it really is. And our statewide leaders, they'll all be live down there. I'm sure we'll have them on the program as they get gaveled in and set to go back to lawmaking here in the great state of Mississippi. Should be a lot of fun. We got some uh, interesting text on the ceasefire text line. I'll get to in a second, but first I wanted to just share with you Congresswoman Pramila Jayapal. You know her; she's part of the squad from. Uh, let's see, she's from the great state of uh, Mass. Uh, excuse me, Washington. I think right, Washington. Isn't that right? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, so. She says uh, Elon Musk made $36 billion in one day but wants to brag about paying an $11 billion tax bill. Oh, yeah, he also added more than $270 billion in wealth just since the pandemic started. Time for the rich to pay their fair share. What an idiot you are there. Congresswoman, I'm just going to say it like it is. It's a little out of character for me, but I've called a few people idiots today. apologize for that. Please forgive me. But this is nuts. This guy, Elon Musk, has produced enormous value for society, global society. A brilliant person, a prolific inventor. He pays $11 billion in taxes, more than any American in a year in our history. His wealth is all on paper, not liquid. Good grief how many times does that have to be explained. I'm not sure, Rhino, that the likes of the congresswoman here even understand that concept, how that works. He could lose $270 billion on paper in a day, literally, wiped out. He can't go claim it in cash if he did... He sold, what, $13 billion, I think, of stock this year? And then got more stock in the form of of uh, options. Uh, and when you exercise those options, you pay taxes on them. A lot of people don't realize that. Even though you don't have any cash to show for the exercising of the option, it's still a taxable event. So Elon pays this enormous tax bill. They should be thanking him praising him for his contributions to society. And and the bigger question is, send more money for what? You just send it to people to stay their butts home? That's what you want to do. Send child tax welfare payments to couples making 150 grand a year? Is that a safety net? That's what they call a social safety net. And is, and is that really, is that achieving anything?
3: Maybe in the short term it could be argued, but long term it's just hurting.
2: Well, you're right, but that's the way they govern. Everything's about the short term. Every Everything is with an eye on the next election cycle. It seems. What is his fair share? See, this is making the plug again to tax wealth produced on paper. This is going back to the dream she and Elizabeth Warren, Senator Karen, as Elon calls her. This is their dream. Tax unrealized gains. That's confiscation of wealth. That's communism. It's what it is. Paying taxes without income its ridiculous. So, it's just amazing. When she says stuff like this, of course, the, the miserable minions, uh, once again, clap their hands in approval, like train sales. Yeah, tax those rich people. Yeah, those people are terrible. Oh, my gosh. Would we should have a thousand Elon Musks, prolific inventors, innovators? Imagine what society would be like. Much better. Here's the other crazy thing, right? You're attacking the person who's done more to put electric vehicles on the map than anybody else on the planet. Think about that. And how many times have they lectured us, this is the only way we can save the planet. we got to stop driving those those gas-powered vehicles. we got to convert everything to electric vehicles. It don't matter how much it costs. It don't matter whether or not it's practical. you got to do it. you got to do it now. This guy's done more to advance that technology and to make it mainstream than anybody else. And yet, because his vehicles aren't made by union workers, they are not eligible for the goofy tax credits in the federal legislation. That's just how upside-down stuff like that has gotten. It's... um. Somebody sent us a quote, which was awesome. I saw it as well. I actually heard it from Elon when he talked about wokeness. I mean, he basically says it's destroying society. I'm going to look for it. Rhino, if you can help me there, it's, it's in the string of text here. Uh, it really is prolific and, and profound, I think, on the part – and. and Really, on the money. At its heart,
3: wokeness is divisive, exclusionary, and hateful. It basically gives mean people a shield to be mean and cruel, armored in false virtue.
2: He's right. He's totally right. He's issuing a warning here. It is. It's divisive. It is hateful. When you divide people into groups, especially children, on the basis of their physical characteristics, uh, you're the victim, you're the oppressor. Get over it. Sit down. Shut up. So it's pretty much what they say. Unbelievable. Ben from Madison weighs in. He says, mental health, I agree, is a serious issue in our country. He says, uh, yeah, he's the one that sent us the quote. Appreciate that, Ben, the Elon Musk quote that Rhino just read. People with certain mental health issues won't be able to process simple logic or courtesy. I, I agree. And you know we had uh, Dr. Pannell on yesterday, Catherine Pannell discussing that. No question about that. Uh, and we we certainly recognize that here as well. And and we want everybody to get the help they need to work with those issues. To as uh, Colonel Sherman T. Potter said, to chase the cobwebs out of your brains. He referred to. Sydney, what, I can't remember his last name, the the psychiatrist that used to come around and visit the MASH unit there. What's his name? Jewish guy. He's a great character. He said, that's what you do, you chase the cobwebs out of people's heads. <laughs> Friedman, was it? Seems like it. What a great cast that was. Uh, let's see. Gerard, yeah, Sidney r- Friedman. Thank you. Played Ger- by Alan Arbus. I think he's passed away, as so many of them have. Awesome. Uh, passed away April nineteenth, twenty thirteen. Wow! Thank you, Gerard. Bringing the hammer to down on socialists, love it. That's Ben from Madison. Uh, every dang day. I, I mean, I'm so I got to share this with you guys, and I know we're about to go to a break, and we got more text to get to, and we'll do our best to get to those as well. So yesterday, the uh, happy to announce. Well, I guess I could say happy that closed on a transaction that uh, sold the last business asset that I had as part of the venture uh, group. So, you know, I've told the story before. I won't get too much into it, but basically ran the company for a long time, went to Wall Street, raised a bunch of money, uh, acquired companies uh, to build the value uh, and enhance our our solutions portfolio of venture. On a 4-3 vote, the board decided to put the company up for sale. That was in two thousand. In 17 and 2019, after running that that very long drawn out uh, process, we ended up selling the company to what was at the time a public company, Converge One. It's Public information because it was a public company at the time, but they did not buy a certain division of the company. It was a, a, a specialized practice in a solutions area that we uh, had a lot of uh, hope for as part of our strategy, but. Anyhow, that was that was cut short because we sold the company. We kept that company. Yesterday, we closed a transaction, received an unsolicited offer about six weeks ago, so we can announce that. Close a transaction. I got to tell you what. Uh, so I just put that in on my social media. I got to tell you what someone, let's just say who believes more in socialism, I would say communism than capitalism, had to say about that when we return. Mm-hmm.
3: Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, everyone! This is Dave Logan, General Manager, Canon Nissan of Jackson. Holiday savings continue during the Nissan year-end sales event.
1: This year-end event is the perfect time to buy your next Nissan with significant savings off MSRP. This is a great time to get your vehicle service for holiday travel. Canon Nissan Service Department is open six days a week and no appointment is needed. 2021 and 2022 models are on the ground at Canon Nissan of Jackson. And we have your favorites like Nissan Rogue and Nissan Murano. Call now for best selection. We have over 700 pre-owned vehicles available in all makes and models. Payments start at $199 per month on pre-owned units for qualified buyers. No credit, no problem. Call today, ride tomorrow.
6: You still have time
3: to save on your favorite Nissans during a Nissan year-end sales event. Merry Christmas from all of us at Canon Nissan of Jackson. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody.
16: This is the Midday Agri-Market Report with more from the NAFB 2021 Trade Talk. Talking to Jim Scherzer, yep. Syngenta. Jim, fill us in on how it's gone the last couple of years.
5: Yeah, it's been exciting times at the yeah. NK brand. Uh, you know, we're one of the fastest-growing seed brands right now, yeah. and it's due to, you know, having great products out there, especially um, across our entire corn portfolio and soybean portfolio. Right. Right.
16: How is that going to play into next year?
5: Yeah, so next year, I call next year the year of gym right for a farmer Uh, there's so many curveballs that we're all going to have to face whether it's supply chain whether it's input pricing whether it's seed supply in some areas of of the United States so we're going to have to be agile we're positioned to help farmers do that with our retail partners whether it's trait choice in soybeans whether you're looking at an Flex or an E3 platform we've got our exclusive genetics in either one of those trait platforms based on the
16: weed spectrum and the herbicide that you have available this is the Super Talk, Mississippi
5: For more
10: information, contact the Mississippi State Board of Contractors at msboc.us.
9: is Richard Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the State, every day from Every day, 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You know what that means. Middays with Gerard
0: Gibbert. We'll
7: do it live.
0: On Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Simon, way to go there, Rhino. And my life Super Talk, Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino on middays in the studio. So, was we'll just share this news about um, the sale of the this asset. So this this particular company uh, focused on um, design, implementation, support of what are called ERP solutions. That's just really high end uh, software. Uh, to run large organizations, enterprise resource planning, that's what ERP stands for. In the old days, we used to call it accounting (laughs) and uh, distribution manufacturing systems. This particular uh, suite is from Oracle. It's called J.D. Edwards. And I thought when I uh, looked at and and thought about buying this company that combining uh, that practice with our cloud services and our infrastructure practices – would uh, provide value, and there would be tremendous synergy upon which we could capitalize, and, um, and and really do something unique in the market. And so, the investment community supported the idea. We bought this company. It was based. You might find this interesting in Waukesha, Wisconsin, the site of the uh, the recent tragedy. Uh, with the Christmas parade, been there many times. It's a suburb of Milwaukee, also had an office in Oak Brook. But we had people all over the country that were working with billion-dollar and up companies to implement the solution. The And the plan was to, to bolt on more similar companies to expand that practice. But, of course, that was cut short when we sold the company venture in 2019. But we kept that one, that practice, because the buyer of our company, didn't really think that fit. Wasn't suited for their strategy. So we kept it. We received an unsolicited offer from another Oracle solution provider, and uh, closed on that transaction uh, yesterday. It's a great group, great group of people, but that's over. So the um, there was some interesting. Uh, there was an interesting comment for sure from uh, someone who let's just say sees things differently than we do from an economic perspective. Let me read it for you. I'm not going to tell you who it was. The winners always get to write the history. Reading between the lines, there must have been many unnamed workers who contributed to your success. Mergers and acquisitions result in downsizing. It is seldom a win-win for the workers deemed unnecessary team players. Gerard, I do not fault your success. However, I cannot allow... Pains to unfettered capitalism to go unchallenged by the way that word means praise essentially someone who praises uh, something uh i think it's an old roman word if i'm not mistaken you might want to take a look that's p a e a n s you know this is a liberal a miserable when they're using terms like that right However, I cannot allow them to uh, unfettered capitalism to go unchallenged. The love of money truly is the root of all evil. Quote, excuse me, parentheses, by the way, that particular capitalist caution was not uttered by Karl Marx. So that's this. what this person had to say. Um, you know, I, why don't he just move to, I don't know, a country that maybe is more closely aligned with his worldview, Cuba, North Korea. You know, they don't have unfettered capitalism. I'm so sick of these Marxists and these communists and these socialists really just vilifying this country and its economic system. Do they not realize how bad alternative systems are? Is capitalism perfect? No, nothing is. Get over it. Is it excellent? Absolutely.
3: Does it... It's pulled more people out of poverty worldwide than anything ever.
2: And what has it produced for society to improve the quality of life? It cannot be counted. It cannot be quantified. Do people get rich along the way? Yeah. I wanted to make this point to this fool. First... Not only did we not let anybody go as part of our acquisitions, we added people. We created more opportunity. We issued stock grants, stock options.
3: Say it ain't so. Somebody online made an assumption that was completely off base.
2: Yes, totally. Just think that that's, oh, that's what we do. We just bought another company and downsize it. What they fail to appreciate is that when that does happen, that's what Mitt Romney, you know, was really excoriated for. That's to salvage the company because the organizational and the business model was failing, and everybody was going to be gone, bankrupt. So by downsizing, people kept their job. In our situation, we not only expanded job opportunities, Lots of people in my company did a lot better economically. Many people made more money than me, and I'm happy for that. Happy to write them those checks because they made the company successful. It's just, they never really want to hear the truth. They just want to jump to a conclusion and put you on a target and throw rocks at you. It's terrible. It's time for a break here on midday. Super Talk News, Fox News coming up. Joel, Anon, Sammy, and Sasha Sherdock coming up next. You're
0: listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601 345 8090.
5: I'm Karen McHugh. There's talk of putting a COVID vaccine mandate in place in order to fly domestically. Federal infectious disease chief Anthony Fauci suggested it might be a way to encourage vaccination. But now he tells MSNBC, I did not say I support mandates on domestic flights. I said that is something that is on the table for consideration. I didn't say I support it or didn't support it. Airlines have been struggling since Christmas to keep flying due to staff calling out sick and needing to quarantine due to testing positive. Fox's Eben Brown. No survivors following a small plane crash near San Diego. It is not known how many people were on that plane, reportedly a Learjet. It appears the plane crashed in the middle of the road, possibly minimizing damage as well as loss of life. Fox's David Lee Miller. America is listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt, ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. No
11: drip roofing in construction. The name says it all. Whatever Mother Nature can dish out, no drip roofing in construction can take care of it. With no deposits up front required, 601-371-1051, 601-371-1051.
9: Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents and Doug. And we're back with Limu, Emu, and Doug for the final question. Category is
5: Things You Climb. Alright, Limu, what do you think? You sure? We're going with. Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Oh, so close. We were looking for stairs. Huh. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty.
13: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The matchups favor Mississippi State in tonight's Liberty Bowl game. Brian Haydad is with Sports Talk Mississippi.
7: And then you have the personal motivation of Mike Leach in this game. He, he's made it pretty public that, you know, yeah. his relationship with Texas Tech at the end there was very strained and very sour. I uh, still believe they owe him a, a large sum of money for, the, for an, a wrongful termination. I think he's determined to sort of, you know, get his power... The flesh here in this, game.
13: this will be Texas Tech's first bowl game since 2017. Mississippi State is making their 12th straight bowl appearance and have won three of their four Liberty Bowl appearances. Game time is at 545. And while a few strong storms are possible today, there will be a higher threat for severe weather tomorrow afternoon through the early evening hours. Most of the state is included in the Level 2 slight risk area where there will be a chance for damaging wind gusts of 60 to 70 miles per hour and a few tornadoes. I'm Andy Davis.
5: Hey, y'all. Let's take some pride and get it together for Mississippi. Many of our highways and roads are just covered in litter. Put trash in its proper place. And if you drive a truck, remember, trash blows. Be sure to secure your load. Please do your part to keep Mississippi beautiful. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.org. That's keepmsbeautiful.org. Remember, always protect the road, secure your load.
13: The CDC has new COVID guidelines that reduces the time you have to quarantine inside. David Spunt with Vox explains what you should do if you test positive.
15: Isolate and stay home for five days. This applies to everyone, regardless of vaccination status. If you have no symptoms or they have been resolved, you can leave your home, continue to wear a mask around others for five additional days. If you have a fever, wait until it goes away.
16: Book able to get rid of it is picked off,
6: intercepted. Need them into the end zone for the pick
13: six. Touchdown Miami. That's courtesy of ESPN. The Dolphins kept their playoff hopes alive with a 20-3 win last night over the Saints. The Dolphins are the first team in NFL history to have a seven-game losing streak and a seven-game winning streak in the same season. Miami is now in the third wild card spot in the AFC. The Saints took a hit as they dropped to seven and eight. For Super Talk Mississippi News, I'm Andy Davis.
5: Go with the home team. When it comes to your business IT solutions, smarter is better. Meet the authority from Seaspire. Our team of super-specialized engineers partner with businesses of all sizes, taking on their toughest IT challenges while finding new opportunities. Connectivity, data security, cloud services—you name the tech, we have a specialist for it. Seaspire Business. Win with authority. Your partners in IT. Get connected to the fastest internet speeds available. Visit slash business
2: Welcome back, everyone, rolling into Hour 3 of Midday Super top Mississippi on this Tuesday, the last one in 2021, the year 2022. You can see it. It's on the horizon. Joining us now, Joel Anand, Sammy, and Natasha Sherdock co-host of America's uh, Roundtable radio program and and also founders and co-founders of International Leaders Summit. Thanks for joining us today, Joel and Natasha. What's going on up there?
18: A very good afternoon to you, Gerard, and greetings from Washington, D.C. I wish things could be better here, but uh, we certainly need each and every state and our fellow citizens to uh, advance the changes that we need for our country.
2: Yeah. Good
19: afternoon, Gerard, and thank you for having us.
2: Thanks for coming on, Natasha. Really appreciate you guys joining us. I, I trust you had a good Christmas. And as we just discussed, we're uh, rolling right in uh, to January, the start of a brand new year, which will also be the year in which the uh, midterm elections will be conducted. I don't think it's looking real well there uh, for the Democrats. Of course, midterms typically see a a change of the party in control in the House to uh, revert to the one that is not uh, in the White House. I think at a minimum that's going to occur, but I think there's also a good chance, just kind of sizing up the various Senate races across the country, that uh, stand a good chance do the Republicans of retaking control of the Senate, which, of course, is split right down the middle, 50-50 at this point. What do you think?
18: Well, this is certainly, as you've rightfully mentioned, Gerard, is going to be a crucial year uh, for the future of America. 2022, as you rightfully mentioned, we've got the elections coming up in November. Uh, In fact, it does look promising for the Republican side uh, in gaining the House. And as you've mentioned, uh, we shall see what transpires in the Senate. Uh, But at the same time, we're noticing a number of individuals actually communicating their Uh, Intend to resign or not to run for re-election in the days to come. And uh, as we look at the polls, we've also noticed how uh, President Joe Biden's uh, polling from January to now in December 2021 has really uh, gone down dramatically as well as for the Vice President uh, Kamala Harris. And uh, it is no surprise to anyone with the policies that they have pushed, uh, meaning that policies from the fringes of the progressive wing of the Democratic Party, uh, which are very extreme. Uh, When one looks at what the Democratic Party used to stand for, uh, when we look at the days of John F. Kennedy, when he reduced taxation to what the party stands for today. Uh, So, yes, Americans are very disturbed about the high inflation. Uh, They are very concerned about how it affects their pocketbook, their family budget. Uh, But we also have to be concerned about the national debt now coming closer to $30 trillion, some $228,000 debt per taxpayer.
2: Yeah. It's interesting you, you, you uh, point that out, uh, talking about the economic conditions, inflation, et cetera. We were, we've been talking about that somewhat on the show today. So the Boston Globe, uh, which is certainly not a uh, conservative-leaning publication, they, uh, they had an analysis yesterday by the Globe uh, staff, Uh, James Pendle, a member of the Globe staff, he wrote nine things we learned about American politics in 2021. Top of the list. Not surprising. It's still about the economy, stupid. And it is. I mean, that that seems to be in almost every poll, regardless of political persuasion, that which tops the list of concerns to voters. It's it's inflation, uh, the cost of fuel. Of course, is a big is a big thing that's going on there, the uh, debt, deficits, etc. But the Democrats just keep just keep trudging forward with the same old tired agenda of tax and spend.
19: Right. I mean, it's it's really unrealistic, as you said, as they can't see what's going on with twenty nine trillion dollar national debt and two point eight trillion deficit. Uh, Having 86,000 per person debt or 270,000 per taxpayer. So every child that is born out, born today in America inherits $87,000 debt. And on top of that, they want to spend more. On, on social programs and with their spending so far, they actually caused inflation, which is at six point eight percent. So inflation is not showing any sign of uh, being reduced, and they still want to spend more. I and mean, when I lived in a country where inflation was one percent a day, and you know you you get to know that you have to spend money as fast as possible because tomorrow everything is going to cost one percent. Hmm. More In mm. one month, it's going to cost 30% more. Can you imagine buying a car today or, you know, you're going to run to get the car today because you won't be able to afford this same car in 30 days. So we're not there yet. But just to put it in perspective, what does it mean? It's 6.8% is the full fo- in 40 years, the highest inflation in the United States. So what we have experienced is actually the total reversal of of good policies that Trump administration pursued and implemented. And this last year, it's not even one year that we had new administration. As some people say, it feels like it has been there for eternity.
2: Yeah, even even Larry Summers from the Obama administration, he, he rightfully warned about this. I mean, he pegged it, he called it. And, and he advised against some of these policies that just dropped what I call helicopter money in the country. But they just don't seem to be paying attention to to even him uh, at this point. You never hear – this is what you never hear, Joel, coming from the Democrats. We're just going to get out of the way. We're going to cut taxes, deregulate, and let the private sector and the consumers sort this out and find that natural balance. That's what free markets do.
18: Indeed, Gerard. I was just uh, talking to Natasha earlier on about some of Reagan's great quotes. And one of his quotes was, government is not the solution to our problem, government is the problem. And another great quote is that the most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. (laughs) And so Ronald Reagan knew it well. He actually left the Democratic Party, uh, joined the Republicans, and uh, stood for free market principles because it is the free enterprise that fuels economic growth. It's low tax rates that creates the incentive for business. Just to say, I'm going to invest in new or to hire new people rather than paying the government another uh, percentage or two or three percentage more. And so, what we've seen here is that the government needs to get out of the way and allow the people, the American people, to be able to flourish. And what we've seen here in this past year. Uh, It's just a reminder of the days of what happened during the Carter administration. I mean, we've not talked about inflation as much as perhaps uh, the earlier generation did in the 1970s when they were so concerned about runaway inflation. And uh, this is here to stay. And as long as the Democrats talk about more spending... Uh, in fact, uh, as we talked about Mansion saying no to the existing bill that the build back better bill that they were hoping to push forward now we 're hearing democrat strategists talking about decoupling the bill, uh, putting aside the the green energy policies and pushing the social spending bill well that 's not going to solve problems it 's going to really create greater problems for us as Americans for the future and the national debt, which is a serious problem unless we have a balanced budget in place and to start working to reduce that national debt.
2: It just doesn't seem like there's there's any interest whatsoever of even talking about that. I and mean, if you think about it, this, the subject of deficits and debt, as Natasha just pointed out, $2.8 trillion deficit this year uh, and that's with a typical budget the last three or four years in the four trillion dollar range. So you're you're talking about a deficit that is more than fifty percent of sort of baseline spending, and and even at four trillion, we still produce a trillion dollar deficit. We don't we don't have enough revenue to cover that. We've gotten to a point, Joel, correct me if I'm wrong here, where all of the revenue we collect just barely can cover uh, the mandatory programs. The government's really in the business of health care insurance, social insurance, welfare redistribution programs, and debt interest. That's about it. That's about all we can afford. If you took the entire amount of defense that we spend on defense out, we still produce a deficit. We, we we're just, we've drifted so far away from our fundamental... Uh, the fundamental role of government. You guys can hang around. I want to hear more from you in another segment. You good? (laughs)
18: Thank you so much, so much, Gerard. Absolutely.
2: Look forward to it, Joel and Natasha. We'll take a break here on Middays. We'll be right back.
17: If you have ever thought about remodeling your bathroom but were worried it would take too long or cost too much, then stop worrying. Right now, Jacuzzi Bath Remodel has designed a collection of high-quality custom products and perfected the one-day remodeling experience so you can enjoy your new bathroom faster than ever before. It's a worry-free bathroom model from the most trusted brand name in the business, Jacuzzi. For a virtual or in-home appointment, call 800-826-9895. That's 800-826-9895. 800-826-9895.
9: Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents. Limu, and Doug, and we're back with Limu, Emu, and Doug for the final question. Category is things
5: you climb. All right, Limu, what do you think? You sure? We're going with Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. Oh, so close! We were looking for stairs, huh? Only pay
0: for what you need. Liberty, 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 liberty. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk,
11: celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish, along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush
0: puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk.
1: I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish
0: is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk.
1: pot whack-a-mole, pot. Oh, what are
8: the kids
5: singing about? You know that game
1: whack-a-mole? Yeah. Well, the kids think the car tires are like the mallet, and those awful potholes are... Oh, I get it. That's kind of cute. Really, Mom? Tell that to my wheels and tires. Ugh.
0: Here in central Mississippi, our roads are loaded with potholes. That's bad news for your wheels and tires. Stop by the Tire Depot for fast service or new tires. Tire Depot at the Reservoir in Brandon and Terry Road in Byram.
9: We're all the folks in the Capital City metro area, love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 to 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk, Mississippi 97.3. Now back to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk, Mississippi.
2: He's bumping us into this segment. Thank you for that, Rhino. Back with uh, Joel and Natasha. So, you know, you could say, I guess, that we dodged a a little bit of a bullet with Joe Manchin uh, being the dissenting Democrat, and I I guess maybe Senator Sinema as well, on this Build Back Better bill, which really is the essence of, of the Biden domestic agenda. But as you said, Joel, it appears now that when they come back, there's going to be an effort to try to break out various provisions and maybe pass them independently and have that scored accordingly and so forth. But one of the things I wanted to get your thoughts on was Manchin, and we just talked about this on the show, he's come out and said he's totally for trying to make some amends with his party, totally for repealing the uh, Trump tax cuts this point he, he thinks to mm-hmm. you know that all those cuts went to the rich and the corporations and all that stuff and they need to be paying their fair share I get so tired frankly of that phrase because uh, because it's it's inaccurate what do you see happening in your crystal ball there as far as how this may play out in the Senate in 2022?
18: Well, Gerard, I believe that the Democrats are going to do everything in their power to push to repeal the Trump tax cuts of 2017. And um, the the important uh, issue that we need to keep in mind is that the Democrats, like you've rightfully mentioned, have this. Uh, narrative that they're keep on pushing that the taxation system that we have really gives the uh, the rich in this country a free pass. Uh, but the truth of the matter is that lowering tax rates creates economic growth. It creates the opportunity for people to save, to invest, uh, to be able to make the decisions on their own. And so, the Senate and also pushed by the Democrats in the House will definitely work toward some form of a package that. Uh, pushes a new tax rate. Uh, that's something that they've always talked about. Elizabeth Warren, on the other side, has been a great advocate uh, for increasing tax rates. Uh, but I hope and trust that Mansion, Senator Mansion, and Senator Cinema will hold true to the concerns of their own constituents in West Virginia yeah. and other and in Arizona, for yeah. that matter, because. The the stakeholders really do not want to see their tax rates go up. It's, it's a punitive tax rate. And on top of that, we're facing an inflation, which is another major cost to families. Uh, that's sort of a hidden tax burden that hits Americans at every level. And especially the blue-collar, middle-class workers are the ones that get hit the worst in all of this here.
2: And you know the, the United States, as you you guys well know, has the most progressive tax structure in the entire Western world. So this this notion that the rich don't pay their fair share—they shoulder more of the burden in this country uh, from a from just a, a statistical, a mathematical perspective than in any other country. That tax burden is is far more evenly distributed in other countries. Of course, they brag about the benefits, but they all pay a whole lot more.
19: Right, I mean, it's, we have to make a distinction between, between the Rates, official rates, and effective tax rate, yes. and that's where actually that's where uh, Trump's policy, tax policy initiatives, made a progress basically because they flattened the rate. I mean, what we need to do, and that is actually when we when we talked at our international Leader summit uh, conferences, bring together reformers from different parts of the world which did implement tax reform. The, there was a, a consensus that the tax. Reform or tax policy is the purpose is to uh, collect tax revenues with as high as possible economic growth rate. So if you start with the policy objective, you realize that you have to tax because you need to collect revenue, but you need to get economy going. So the fact is that the lower rates that apply to a larger number of taxpayers or the lar- larger base produces higher uh, tax revenue than progressive taxation. Yeah. So what we need to do is to lower the taxes, to allow economy to grow faster, to get more economic growth, which will uh, e- automatically get more tax revenues in because the e- economic activity will be much higher, growth will be higher, there will be more employment, there will be more investment, there will be higher taxes, and it's all a good cycle. Now we're in a vicious cycle of Progressively taxa- taxation, taxing practically work, capital, taxing employment. So basically there's less of economic activity and you get less taxation, tax revenue in sure. and when you mention that we have the highest progressive margin of taxation is actually It was introduced by Karl Marx, none other than Karl Marx, who actually in his manifesto proclaimed (laughs) that we need to take from the bourgeois and give to the poor. And he came with the highest progressive tax rates in order to take from the rich and give to the poor. And that's where we actually, (laughs) yes, that's where we are at now.
4: (laughs) Right, so we...
2: So, all right, so yeah. now they say the Democrats do. Okay, well, that's that's kind of over for a while. We're going to pivot to voting rights, and out comes all the hyperbole. The vice president says if we don't pass voting rights legislation that the United States can no longer be held up as kind of a model democracy for the world. It's just so much uh, rhetoric. It makes you feel, Joel, that there are literally Republicans out there and folks on the right that are, are physically restraining people from casting a vote. I mean, that's the impression they give you. Uh, what's going on here? Is this truly a problem? I can't find it.
18: Well, well, it's it's something that we have known from a very long period of time that the Democrat progressive fringe really wants to remove any kind of a measure that will uh, preserve the sanctity of the ballot Yeah, and uh, where they will say, let's not even have a voter ID. Well, you know, we remember what happened in Atlanta when Coca-Cola said, listen, you know, we're going to support uh, the Black Lives Matter movement and their opposition to this very important bill. Uh, You know, know, these restrictions on voter ID are so important. But when they had their own shareholders gathering in Atlanta, they asked for having a voter, I'm sorry, a ID before you could get into the shareholders meeting. Right. And so to weaken those important measures really doesn't do anyone any good. Uh, We really need to strengthen the measures that give the trust to the electorate that says my vote counts and there is no room for mischief for people to come into a voting booth uh, without an id and casting votes i mean uh, we see what's happening in new york where there is a push for individuals that are not citizens to vote in our country so are we going to open it up for tourists to come from around the world and vote in our elections crazy you know that just doesn't make sense so i think that the great majority of americans From the minority communities and other communities are saying, listen, we believe in having a voter ID. We believe in having strict measures that protect our ballot. And I think that's what we need to focus on. I think that the center-right Republican leaders and those in states need to do a better job in explaining what election integrity is all about. It's not about stopping a group of people from voting. It's about making sure that each vote is counted, and that we have that sanctity of the ballot insured, and uh, individuals can work and uh, work toward the fact that who they vote for, the consent of the governed, that all applies. Well, to your point there. If I uh, if I'm, go ahead, Natasha, please.
19: Yeah, right. I wanted to add to this actually, uh, that uh, with this voter rights bill, uh, Democrats actually want to prevent. Finding about things that happen, like, for example, 20,000 dead voters in Pennsylvania that introduced mailing ballots for all voters on the voting list. So all 20,000 dead voters could have voted in the last presidential election. Then, lastly, uh, 20,000, also number 20,000 voters, dead voters, they actually came up with a Photographing tombs of those voters in Michigan that also could have voted because of universal mailing ballots that were introduced just before pandemic, and also to share another important thing that uh, Victor, Dr. Victor Hansen, shared with us was that uh, in 2016 we had we had the highest record high, actually mailing ballots at 40 percent of all mm, ballots that were actually casted, of all votes that were casted, at 40 percent. In 2020 we had a new record high of 60%. In the meantime the statistical error rate dropped from 3% to 0.3%, mm-hmm. which means that we could have discarded some 7 million voters. So oh, 7 million votes. So if we yeah if we want to hush hash these things then we need to vote for a voter you know new new voter belt.
2: I, I just, uh, we got to go here, but I, I just wish they'd be honest about that. B- bring forward some people who are saying, yeah, I'm absolutely unable to vote, before you start proclaiming that people can't vote, because that's what they're saying and why they say they need this legislation. Just bring some people up and say, yeah, I tried to vote, it wouldn't let me. It's pretty simple. Just got to tell the truth. That's all we need. Joel and, and Natasha, always Absolutely. a pleasure having you guys on the program. Uh, I, I wish you the healthiest and happiest of New Year's, and I look forward to talking to you soon. God bless, my friend.
18: Happy, yeah, happy New Year to
19: in New you, Year. Jared.
18: Happy New Year. Blessings to you all.
19: Thank you, Jared.
2: Thank you, guys. We'll talk soon. Middays. We'll take a break. We'll come right back.
11: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. A 40% chance of rain today, partly sunny, high near 80 degrees. Tonight, 60% chance of rain, low around 66. Showers and thunderstorms possible, high near 78 for your Wednesday. And for your Thursday, a 40% chance of showers, partly sunny, high near 75. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at NoDripMS.com.
8: This is Beth with the range by Jimmy Primos here in Godstack. My daddy is on a deer hunt, so I decided to sneak in some extra sales to help you finish your Christmas list. Don't tell daddy, but you can get a 20% discount on any annual membership or purchase a monthly membership and receive two boxes of ammo free. Purchase any farm class and get up to 20% off. Don't miss out. And that's what daddy gets for going deer hunting.
5: Since 1935, the fabulous Mayflower Cafe in downtown Jackson has been serving the freshest seafood to generations of Jacksonians. It's a Mississippi landmark. Redfish, snapper, crab, oysters, fried, grilled, broiled, or blackened, all fresh and waiting for you. Don't forget our world-famous comeback dressing, a gift card, and a bottle of our salad dressing, the perfect year-round gift. The Mayflower opens Tuesday through Friday for lunch and dinner, Saturday dinner only. B-Y-O-B, 123 West Capitals. Street.
13: I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. The matchups favor Mississippi State in tonight's Liberty Bowl game. Brian Haydad is with Sports Talk Mississippi.
7: And then you have the personal motivation of Mike Leach in this game. He, he's made it pretty public that, you know, yeah. his relationship with Texas Tech at the end there was very strained and very sour. I still believes they owe him a, a large sum of money for the, for an, a wrongful termination. I think he's determined to sort of, you know, get his pound of flesh here in this game.
13: This will be Texas Tech's first bowl game since 2017. Mississippi State is making their 12th straight bowl appearance and have won three of their four Liberty Bowl appearances. Game time is at 545. And while a few strong storms are possible today, there will be a higher threat for severe weather tomorrow afternoon through the early evening hours. Most of the state is included in the level 2 slight risk area where there will be a chance for damaging wind gusts of 60 to 70 miles per hour and a few tornadoes. I'm Andy Davis.
17: Grammy
8: Museum, Mississippi's third annual gala, Sparkle and Twang, held on December 1st, raised a total of $120,000. All proceeds directly benefit the museum's education programs and help continue the work done at the Mississippi Museum. Grammy Award-winning country musician Marty Stewart was honored with the Crossroads of American Music Award. The 2021 Grammy Museum Mississippi Gala was presented by the Red Carpet Guild and Walmart. Additional sponsors also included Quality Steel and Visit Miss. Mississippi.
2: We're back here on midday, Super Talk, Mississippi, rocking in to this segment. Enjoying the day with Rhino here in the Super Talk studios, having been on the road quite a bit in the month of December. Enjoy getting out, though. Really, our state is beautiful and had great weather to uh, travel around the state when uh, doing those remotes. And just always uh, always a pleasure, always a treat. We Truly, Mississippi's beautiful. No doubt about it, and uh, grateful to, uh, and proud to be a Mississippian. As I know, our audience is as well. Gene and Mendenhall talking about the the strife associated with the current uh, air travel environment. Says, hell, the terminals aren't that safe either. Videos of folks fighting and throwing chairs. What's up with people? What's up? Calm down. Good grief. It's going to be fine. Jeez. They're just... I, I can't comprehend getting bent out of shape like that, like traveling and so forth. Um, that's just... That's not a problem. That you can't get to your seat when you're going up the aisle because the flight attendants are serving. That just ain't a problem. It's going to be fine. Does I saw it? where they uh,
3: they updated the story on the lady that spit on the 80-year-old man on the plane. What um... apparently she has been identified kay. as a former Playboy model and actress who appeared on one episode of Baywatch. Okay, one episode of Married with Children, and was also apparently under a different name a Raiders cheerleader. Okay, so one... but she was arrested in the last month or so in Florida on DUI. I believe it was Florida. Yeah, and uh, one of the conditions was that she not travel except to L.A. And if she does travel to L.A., she has to take her medicine. Hmm. And uh, when she... What kind of medicine? uh, Apparently for anxiety. And she requested for the DUI case a public defendant because she does not have any income.
2: Okay. So she's got the money to fly back to L.A. Let me see if we can sort this out. One would infer, first of all, based on her acting career, uh, although a, a slight of one, and being a uh, NFL cheerleader, probably an attractive lady, likely certainly athletic.
3: At least at one point in
2: her life. Yeah, right. Sir, would have to be athletic to be an NFL cheerleader and you know fit the mold there. Um, but that's irrelevant, honestly. But that just just first thing that came to mind. They're trying to because I, I other the video and you can't really tell. It's a little fuzzy. It's taken by a passenger, and of course it is because. How many times have we said it? Everybody on the planet, it seems, has got a video camera in their hand. So anything you do that's crazy, even if it's not crazy, it's t- it's likely getting recorded on video. Which, it, in
3: that same vein, talking about crazy and being recorded, that's that's why every year I believe less and less in Bigfoot. Okay. How have we not gotten a high-def video that's of that thing good, by now?
2: great point. Excellent point. It's easy to talk about, yeah, I saw it, I promise, right? <laughs> But, okay, we got any video? No, I didn't have my phone on me. Yeah, right. <laughs> no cell service. You don't need it out there to just do a video, right? So, uh, well, but no income. That's or, why
3: she requested a public defense attorney. Oh,
2: okay. Hmm. If uh, Moe says, if anyone ever spit on me at work, he's referring to, uh, of course, this lady. But then the incident here on the Delta flight, but also the the uh, story we shared about the Apple employees who said that some, uh, some infuriated customer decided to spit on the Apple employee about their problems with their iPhone, I guess. Anyhow, Mo says if anyone ever spit on me at work, I would have to look for another job. I would have certainly been... Fired for separating their teeth from their bruised head. Don't get violent, Mose. Come on now. <laughs> don't do that. If you are hurting, get a job. There are plenty out there to choose from on the C Spire text line. Uh, Larry from McGee says, "I enjoy the show. Some days when you don't have as many guests, so you can preach about the idiots." I, I got again. I got to apologize. I don't like to call people idiots. I don't like to to kind of get into that world and start using pejoratives and resorting to insults and name-calling. But I I guess I'm human. I apologize. I have a threshold, and when that threshold gets eclipsed, I would like to think that I can keep that threshold fairly high. But when it gets to that point, it's like, okay, that's it. So, um, you know, when this person kind of took shots at me personally uh, regarding my company, and and it was just not grounded in fact. Just it was just stupid assumptions made. Reading
3: between the lines and yeah. getting it all wrong,
2: <laughs> pretty much. And and look, that's uh, it, my situation is uh, representative of a lot of people in this country, a lot. And uh, that's not lost on me, and they are all to be uh, to be praised, in my view, those who who uh, really make this economy work. And that's everybody. That's everybody that works and provides value. Now, if you're sitting at home living off the of government, mm, not so sure you're providing value. I think you're in the recipient class rather than the producer class. You want to start putting people into groups and classes, which is consistent with Marxist ideology. How about that? The producer class and the recipient class. And the government is in the middle, slam dunk in the middle of those classes. Uh, The other thing that struck me here recently, just thinking about this whole uh, coronavirus deal, Donald Trump's killed everybody, he's responsible for every death, is there's an assumption made when you hear that kind of dumb rhetoric, dumb statements, that people are, are stupid and that you... I know better what they feel, what they experience, their situation, than they do. The voter uh, in election uh, reform efforts reminds me of that. You know, rather than telling us that there's all this massive, widespread voter suppression, why don't you show us, bring forward some real-world, actual examples that illustrate that, that substantiate it? that give it some credibility. But you don't get that. It's just folks in Washington that say, oh, yeah, it's voter suppression, end of the republic. It, it's no different than Joe Biden saying, things are great. Look at how much I brought down the price of gas. And then you go by guess that they don't look down, what, a penny? And they make these goofy duplicitous charts that have these giant gaps in the in the lines, right, on the, on the line charts that are a penny. It makes it look like, look at the drop. Well, yeah, that segment on the chart was a penny. we got to tell you that, because otherwise, if we told you the truth, the line wouldn't look like that. It wouldn't show any adjustment, any positive adjustment. It's... Just tell the dang truth. That's all people want. Just tell the truth. But when you've got to tell them it's working, the economy's great, it's better, well, people can make their own minds up about that. They know their personal experience. Why don't, Joe, you get some people to come up and say, yeah, Joe, great, appreciate it, man. You you made the, the cost of things go down. I appreciate you uh, really taking care of us there. By the way, the, the shelves are just full of inventory, I heard you say that, so I assume they are. Why don't you talk to people? Why don't you just get real-world examples, again, to substantiate your comments, rather than listening to people in your immediate orbit that just tell you what to say and stick you out there like a dang puppet? People can make their own minds up, and I I think they get – I certainly do. I I get uh, bent out of shape when someone – Trust to suppose for me. It's like looking at a person and, uh, you know, I think you have cancer, something like that. Well, you don't know. You just don't know. What you don't know, you don't know. So be honest about it. Re- really simple. Um, Louie from the 662, by the way, says, was in a box store yesterday. Shelves empty. Registers unmanned. Huge line at the self-checkout. But let's keep sending people checks for staying home and not working. I hear you there louie i i agree with you Uh, you got
3: people that want to extend the child tax credit and it's like they they can't really look at the history of the federal government getting involved in something like that i mean just look at oh i don't know the cost of college and tuition let's go back to when was it 1965 when the feds got involved and started subsidizing student loans and By now, they're in charge of 92% of student loans, and in that time frame, tuition's gone up, oh, 3,000, 4,000%. And, yeah, it's been a long time, but to put that in perspective, the inflation for that time
2: period is about 700, 800%. Exactly right. When when they get involved and they pervert and distort the market, uh, we all lose. That's just the bottom line there. We're going to step aside here for a break. we got the final segment of Middays on this Tuesday, the final one in 2021. Hope you're staying safe, being blessed, and got big plans for the new years and the new year. Stay with us.
11: Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks. Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at MajesticMetalsINC.com. I'm
6: Rex Baker with Gateway Rescue Mission. I want to thank all of you who supported us through prayer and with donations this past year. You matter. Your support says you care to people who need a good meal, who seek freedom from addiction, who need hope. And from all of us at Gateway Rescue Mission to all of you, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year.
10: Diamond Importer.
6: From anywhere in Mississippi, we're at 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and JuniperJewelry.com.
14: Go with the home
8: team. Grammy Museum Mississippi's third annual gala, Sparkle and Twang, held on December 1st, raised a total of $120,000. All proceeds directly benefit the museum's education programs and help continue the work done at the Mississippi Museum. Grammy Award winning country musician Marty Stewart was honored with the Crossroads of American Music Award. The 2021 Grammy Museum Mississippi Gala was presented by the Red Carpet Guild and Walmart. Additional sponsors also included quality steel. Hill and visit Mississippi.
9: a here with a special invitation to join us weekday mornings 6 09. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3.
0: Morning to Middays with Gerard here on Super Talk Mississippi.
2: Thanks for joining us today on Midday Super Talk, Mississippi. Gerard and Rhino in the studios today. Feels like an economic depression at my house this Christmas. Let's go, Brandon. There are no fights on Amtrak, by the way, from the same listener. That's <laughs> because there's no people on it to fight. Oh gosh, it's uh yeah. I hear you. Of course, i the story got played so much we didn't but by now certainly everybody's aware of joe biden's gaff where he said he agreed with the caller <laughs> was it on christmas eve or christmas day when that uh, i want to say it
3: was christmas eve it was the president and the first lady taking calls at norad for uh, the santa tracking And uh, the guy got done with his call and ended it with, uh, and let's go, Brandon, and Joe Biden just being oblivious. (laughs) Yeah, let's go, Brandon. I agree. (laughs) And then all of social media and the left-wing
2: media went nuts and doxed the guy, and yeah. Yeah, He's, he's actually having problems. I mean, there are repercussions to him personally for this. And I want to say this guy resides in Oregon. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
3: He's not the only person having financial problems because of the Let's Go Brandon chant. Uh, the the poor guy that won his first, I think it was a truck race in NASCAR. Yeah, was NASCAR. In, he was doing the interview, and his name happened to be Brandon. And the explicit version of the Let's Go Brandon chant was coming from the crowd and coming through the microphone. And that's how it all got started. The reporter or the journalist was like, oh, uh, they're saying, Let's Go Brandon for your first win. That guy, that driver, having a hard time getting sponsorships.
2: That's right. Once again, corporate America being social justice warriors playing woke. It had
12: nothing to exactly. do. Exactly.
2: That's so ridiculous. So ridiculous. I tell you, Americans are sick of this crap. The poll after poll shows we just want companies to produce products and services and provide societal value. That's what we want them to do. We don't want them to be woke social justice warriors. We don't want all that ESG garbage. We want you to sell us stuff. We want to buy it. And we want you to make a profit and keep making better stuff. That's how it works. Speaking of voter suppression and showing the evidence, this on the ceasefire text line, shouldn't all these George Lucas wannabes with their cell phones already have documented suppression? I agree. And you know, that that, uh, makes me think about The situation, was it in 08, where, was it the Black Panthers that were bullying voters around in Pennsylvania, I want to say? I mean, and that was caught on video. That truly was physical intimidation voter suppression right there. Truly was. But that's just kind of been swept out of sight, under the rug, gets no attention. It's a real simple question, though, when you've got the vice president of the United States saying it's the end of democracy if we don't ever let everybody mail in their ballot without verifying their signature in all kinds of nonsense like that once again I say well just prove where people are saying I can't vote if I can't send in my my ballot without my signature And you heard Joel and and Natasha talking about the the dead voters on the voter rolls in in Pennsylvania. Our Secretary of State here in Mississippi, Michael Watson, he's been pushing for some time since he's been in office for legislation to allow cleanup of our voter rolls. But we can't seem to get that going. Because like all in this country, virtually every county, I'm telling you, in this country where voter rolls are maintained, every county, they're inaccurate. Every single one has errors in the rolls. They may be everywhere from a lot to a few, but they do because there's so little attention paid to it, and there's so much fear to take anybody off that, I don't know, has a birth date of 1814 or something like that. Oh, my gosh, they may show up and vote out of the grave. (laughs) It's true, though. There's this hesitancy to take any action to clean them up. And uh, and so second-
3: you're you're operating under the assumption that the government has to make sense. I mean, just look at what the <laughs>
2: uh,
3: our public service announcement from the IRS today. You tell them about that <laughs> on the IRS website. You can you can go find this. It's actually real. Underneath uh, different things you have to take care of for your taxes, they have stolen property. If you steal property. You must report its fair market value in your income in the year you steal it unless you return it to its rightful owner in the same year. Right there on your taxes.
2: Oh, my gosh. I swear. Incompetence. D.W. Madison says, uh, Gerard, the longer people stay at home and don't work, the more entrepreneurs find ways to do without these people, ultimately increasing unemployment exponentially. There's no question, uh, D.W., that... Uh, Lots of companies across the spectrum of industries are looking at how to automate more of their their business operations so that they're not as relying on people because people are unreliable. And that has been exacerbated dramatically in the pandemic. Look no further than unemployment versus jobs available. People don't want to work because the government's paying them not to. True story. We appreciate you so much for joining us here today on Middays. Rhino and I will be back with you in the Super Talk Studios uh, tomorrow. Until then, stay safe and God bless everyone.